going. <laughs> Another absolutely banging day for you today. Oh, yeah. Obviously being very facetious. Mm-hmm. You're really struck with with uh, some sort of pregnancy mood swings or something at the moment. Yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> Your mood swings, babe. <laughs> Is there anything more to say? Yeah. I had I actually had a headache, a weird headache. It was also 36 degrees today. Yeah, so it didn't really didn't help. I don't, I don't do well in the heat under this condition, especially. I've noticed on the hotter days, I'm pretty pretty lethargic. Um, but it's like not very mm, motivating for anything, any kind of activity. Yeah, like do the breathing, weather. Do you mean weather? Like, yeah. And you got the mood swings on top of it, and you got the. Just, just a general frustration and irritation at like everything, <laughs> like like literally everything. It's just if I walk and there's something in my way on the floor, it's just just makes me so angry. <laughs> but um, I'm exhausted. I didn't think I slept very well last night. I don't think I did either. I woke up really tired this morning as well. Yeah, uh, mm. I, I had a nap. I think I had to have a nap napping i'm like napping like it's a sport these days <laughs> <laughs> i'm winning <laughs> i think uh perhaps it's really tricky uh, as well because there's we can see the light at the end of the tunnel which makes the space between us and the light even more uh irritating for its existence because we can see it we know yeah. the amount of it now and so it's it's even more frustrating going, oh, it's so close, I cry the fuck up. Because yeah. it's, you know, whereas before we're in this sort of situation, we're in this space and it was really hard and we were trying the best that we could, obviously, to do to to make it work yeah. and to essentially just get through, right? There wasn't a light at the end of the tunnel, but I feel like perhaps psychologically for us, not knowing where the light at the end of the tunnel was, maybe in a sense made it kind of easier because it felt like we could create the light. Yeah. We could create that endpoint. That endpoint could happen at any time, mm-hmm. depending on you know what we choose, essentially. Yeah. And that was the kind of the position we we're in before. But now we're in a position where yes, we're back in the same space, we're back in the same environment, the same one that before we went to Pasco Vale was really irritating us. But this time there actually is that sort of defined endpoint to it. Mm-hmm. So now it's kind of set this period between now and then in some kind of hard rock mm. that is essentially immovable and perhaps that's creating a significantly more frustrating yeah. uh, experience for you now than what it was like before. Well, especially when I want to get on with my like the cooking and the food prep and you know just tidying the house or just like t- like just looking after the place and being a wife and being a mother and preparing things for you know when the baby comes and just owning our space and just owning it and doing the veggies and just all those things I'm like I just want to do I, I mean I can do the it just doesn't have that same spark of you know purpose here it's just like I have to do it in between in certain at certain times if I don't want to like I'm trying to actually avoid conversations because of my musings. I'm noticing I'm just getting very irritated and I don't want to um, snap and yeah. that kind of thing. So I'm keeping my distance a little bit, a little bit more than usual. So just just to keep that and managing it as I go. So I was t- I took magnesium today. I took my iron tablet. 
I had salmon. I have just been eating. I ate really well today. I had a capsicum just before, and I last night. Sorry, we had tim. I had I had tim tams. I had four tim tams, and I woke up in the middle of the night wanting to throw up. I think I actually threw up in my mouth while I was sleeping. It was that horrible. And I could not get to sleep because my stomach was like so bloated. My I, everything was like on fire, but I didn't want to throw up. So oh, it was just it's just really pleasant right now. Yeah, no, sounds it. Yeah, sounds it's like it's just an absolutely incredible experience. Just quickly, I just want to acknowledge our windows are both open, and the PlayStation is on in the background, breathing quite heavily, and there is a fan behind me, so there might be a little bit of background noise. Yeah. So I do in the post, I do do a noise reduction. Uh, which might eliminate the noise completely, so I might just sound like I'm talking crap right now. But if the there is a little bit, windows must be open though because it is really it's warm really hot in this room yeah. still. So just just quickly, I just wanted to throw that out there. So yeah. if there is a little bit of noise or whatever, I apologise, but that's just how it's going to have to be for this episode. Mm. I mean, it's really it is difficult when we want to have privacy, right? We've got goals and we've got new things that we're new new paths, obviously, that we're turning down, right? We've set our sights on this self-sufficiency goal, which means that, you know, there's going to be new sort of challenges, new things that are going to come up for us Mm -hmm. that are part of that journey, part of that process, right? And so, for us, we've gone, all right, self-sufficiency, let's start our own veggie garden. So, now, yeah, we go and get the materials and we're sort of trying to create mm. our, our veggie garden out the back right and, and it's underway <laughs> it is underway and and you know the, the thing is it's it's also having the, the privacy and the ability though to be able to make mistakes and to mm. be able to just be in the space talking about it being complete rookies but me and you going through that rookie stage together without sort of mm-hmm. having uh, interruptions yeah. or interjections uh, yeah. unsolicited advice um, basically all the things that come along with lacking privacy. And when we're just starting out as well and we've got that real fresh novelty keenness, it's very deflating. It gets very deflating very quickly. Very quickly. And so I completely understand where how you're sort of feeling, being like it's very difficult under this roof, in this sort of space to yeah. be able to stay motivated with a lot of it. Yeah. And I know that what is motivating you is still the overarching knowledge that this is for our future. This is yeah, for yeah, us. No, and I, this is only I want temporary. to do it. It's not like I don't want to do it. It's, it's not that. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying I understand kind of, yeah. that real frustration because mm-hmm. it is that kind of, it does take the wind out of the sails a little yeah. bit when it's uh, like, I'm learning. I'm new. Mm-hmm. We're excited. We're yeah. trying to go through something. I'm happy to make mistakes. I'm supposed to. And I mean, it, it kind of, it's probably something we touched on in an earlier episode, but it, it it does sort of come back to that. Do you have the confrontation? Do you do you snap? Is it worth snapping? How do you actually go about productively handling that kind of thing? Where so so perhaps you know we, the boundary can be set that won't be crossed because mm. it's kind of in a situation at the moment where it's sort of like no matter what boundary might be installed or <laughs> you constructed, mm-hmm. it's going to simply just be blown straight through. Yeah, so it's kind of like how do you actually continue to deal with this in a constructive way, in a productive way, so that you know you can de- diminish the amount of pressure it puts on us or puts on you in particular because you're home I'm going to work most of the time uh, whilst also maintaining positive healthy relationships here mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a really tricky conundrum right yeah. and one that I guess you're tearing your hair out trying to resolve for yeah yourself. well the thing is the only reason I'm saying out of confrontation is because 
last time when I did that, it didn't end so well and everything was very misunderstood. It was taken incorrectly, even though I said the right things. And there's a lot of... There's a lot of things that, like, of course need to be said, but I, sometimes I, I do say them, not confrontationally. I do say them and they come across, but, you know, I, I'm trying just different things. I'm trying a different way of approaching this, saying it's it's my garden. I'm going to, to it's mine. That's <laughs> not, I'm not going, please let me make mistakes. And I'm learning this. It doesn't just let me do it. And, you know, it's no one's fault. Like everyone wants to just, you know, everyone's excited for us and they want to help and everyone wants to help and it's really lovely. But wait until you've been summoned. Yes. When I've asked, yeah. and I do have a lot of questions, but I feel like I don't want to ask because it'll be kind of steamrolled, which usually it happens knowing a pattern that's kind of happened in the past. Because it's kind of one of those, you know, and this isn't necessarily. I'm sorry if I'm really like not. Um, don't have high vibes today my voice <laughs> sorry i just have no <clears throat> no energy yeah yeah it's um it's this you know i don't know if we'll be able to resolve anything or come up with any ideas through this sort of conversation about how to kind of navigate this because it is i can tell it's grinding on you more and more and more uh so you know we can talk about perhaps what are you trying to do to you know minimize your frustration obviously you've got the mood swings with the pregnancy mm. on top but it's probably there might be mild mood swings, but they're probably greatly exacerbated by the frustration of the situation and then, mm. you know, the, the lack of motivation as a result of this, the lack of privacy and all those it's, things It's all well. that, but I think m- more often, m- mostly it's I just want to get on with it. I, I just want to, like, I know I hate saying it. It's like I just want to be there. It's like what we always say. You always want to be in that house. I'm like, it's, it's more, I, I honestly want to... And it's so funny because I just hear all these, all the mentors that I follow being like, well, nothing's stopping you. You can do it right now. You know, it's like, it's, it's really complex. It's, it's not as easy as it is, as um, there, there's so many d- d- details are insane of the situation, of the situation. Oh, there's right. just a lot of things that make it really a little bit difficult to maintain harmony because everyone is very different. Everyone is going through something. My dad just had an operation. So that's um, that's another thing that's kind of on top of everything else. <laughs> and it's everything's just really intense. There's, there's intense things happening in every single person's life right now under this roof. And I don't want to... There's a really precarious balance. Yeah. Everything's sort of just perched safely and 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 just just uh, on the on the brink, That's right? That's why I'm like just treading very carefully mm. until until March. I'm okay to do it. I'm finding different ways. The pregnancy is just sending me up and down. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm just saying. That. I I can go to the back. Today was hot. I had to be inside. I didn't want to be inside. I really wanted to be out there. And I tried to sit in there in in the studio. It is like it was like maybe like three degrees cooler, but still, you know, that's still really fucking hot. (laughs) Sitting in there, I was sweating, I was uncomfortable, I was getting a headache. I started moving around a little bit, that helped. I'm like, look, okay, I was in, I've done it. I'm just going to go inside now because I'm struggling. And then I came back in and I'm just, my mind's just all over the place. I can't focus on anything, and I'm, this is also very common because I was looking at podcast, watching looking at podcasts of anxiety and depression and headaches in pregnancy, and it's it's very interesting the things that kind of come up 
when you're pregnant in this because everything's heightened, your hormones are heightened. So you're very, very sensitive to things and especially things that have happened in the past, things that, that come up. Um, there was one psychologist who said things that you've experienced in the past, not necessarily pregnancy related or baby related or any of that. It's do they, they'll just come up because of the intensity of your hormones. So I'm navigating that very gently. That's why I'm keeping it together because I'm slowly navigating into things that are ruminating and trying. Are you to- experiencing that things coming up from the past? Um, not like from the past, but there's like, like weird, she mentioned a couple of things and I was like, yeah, actually kind of like, uh, like a thought kind of blew past randomly and feelings would come up. But it, I mean a thought, like a memory or? Yeah, a- it'd be like a memory, a random point in the past right. would just kind of come up because it happens. Like it doesn't, it can be relationship related. It can be anything related, but the things kind of come up and just and it doesn't mean that it's gonna like haunt you or anything, mm. but she goes, you will be triggered by it because of the hormones. It's no, it's normal. Just remember, right. saying, it's normal for you to just be, but be aware of it. What came up for you? Can you share it or? Uh, it's like it's not nothing huge and significant, okay. but it's just it's, like annoying. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just interested. I'm curious. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, it was okay. just like little points in history that just kind of come up, and I'm like, that's just random. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I kind of let it go because it's like it has no. I'm like, I'm not in the past anymore. You just don't want to tell me because it's me. It's some, it's something, some fuck up I made in the past. And you just don't want to tell me. <laughs> it was not about you. It was not, it was before you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> 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 no, like, it's not, no, it's nothing huge. It was just, just like a random like day or something. It's like, yeah. Okay. Um, Nothing significant, but. I yeah, it's just odd. It's just a very odd experience. I, I don't know, like all the preg- like all my pregnancies will be the same. I don't think so. People have very different pregnancies. If, with if we were, if we weren't, again, yeah, I know what you mean about yeah. the you know, like oh, if, you know, I want to be in that place type thing. But I feel like if the environment was more conducive to you know peace and calm and privacy, I feel like you'll be you'd be significantly yeah better at dealing with this. She did also say that she said it. Elements of your anxiety and depression and headaches and any kind of stress-related physical symptoms come from what what are you experiencing? What's your relationship like? What's your environment like? Uh, yeah, what how's work? How's this? How are your friendship circles? Like the things that are happening in your life pretty much. Mm. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. And I'm really trying to work on it. And it is very difficult because I feel like this room has so many memories in it that I've just healed over and over and over and over again. I'm just It's just like we're living inside of like your own emotional <laughs> psychological scar tissue. It seriously <laughs> is. This room has so so much. If the walls could talk, I'm not I know, I know that's real cliche, but seriously if the walls could talk, the shit that you would have seen and heard in this room yeah. and in my mind and it yeah. And it's not pleasant, but it's also healing. Like I, I healed a lot in this room. That's why it was very hard for me to kind of break away from. I'm not attached to this room at all, but I'm pretty done with it. Yeah, just ready to fucking. <laughs> I let am it be, pretty let it go. just. I'm pretty over it. I'm pretty done with all of that. I know that I'm going to need it. Like I'm not not that not um not the room. I'm going to have challenges and all of that and heal. I want to heal. In another place, I want to heal. You want to move on elsewhere. to like new new situations, new, new situations. environments, new That's challenges. Right. And all I'm, that kind I'm of very stuff. open and welcome to that. Yeah. So this is just another. And what we were talking about um, last podcast about the 
possibility of me doing my own podcast about this yeah. <laughs> um, anxiety and depression. Perhaps it is also, I was thinking, because it kind of came up, things have heightened probably because it's trying to get me to think about like, yeah, when you do talk about it, when you do share this stuff, you also will work on, it'll be easier to work on yourself because yeah. you'll have to. And whereas now I'm kind of like, now I've got nothing to hold me accountable and I'm just taking my time. Some days, like some moments I'm like, I just kind of want to sit in it. I don't want to push past it. And that's classic. I feel like everyone would think, you know, you just want to kind of sit and just have that time being like, I just want to feel shit for a little bit. Let's just let me feel shit, you know? Um, but I don't, I don't want to feel shit anymore. But the the minds like and the memories in here, like I don't know if I have to sage again or yeah, it might be worth it. Yeah, to clear the to clear the energy. But I mean, I don't know anything, so I just think it's something that's happening. But because of that idea that kind of came up, perhaps that too is um, pulsating. Uh, yeah, why why it would be good for me to actually. Yeah, verbally discuss or verbally share how I do get through these because I do get through them and I know I'm going to get through this one. It's every every bout of this experience is so interesting and it's got a little – there's something new to kind of know about myself in each moment. There's something different is required of me every time I kind of move into this darkness or to this discomfort. It's not always darkness. It's just discomfort sometimes. So, Yeah. We were talking about that the other day. We went for a nice walk and uh, we were just sort of discussing that podcast idea for you. And it was, I was just like something I feel like would sort of perhaps lift you from two different angles. Mm-hmm. One of those angles being it would lift you because it would give you the the space where you're dedicated to verbalizing what you're currently going through. And then also talking about how you're moving through it mm-hmm. and sort of strategies and reiterating for yourself, reminding yourself, in that process of how you are, like how to move through it. So it's like you're getting a deeper deeper perspective. You're creating a deeper perspective for yourself of your situation. So that's one because when you get that depth, you kind of do – it does sort of bring this inspirational type of uh, air like with you. It Mm. it creates this inspirational energy for me. When I I add layers of depth to my current perception of my experience through reflecting upon it, I'm like, oh, like – well, I didn't, you know, that's that's just a completely different way of looking at it to what I was, right? It's just yeah. a deeper, a deeper understanding of my situation, mm-hmm. and and usually when I've experienced that, it's really lifted me up. Yeah, you know, for for whatever reason, I just find that well, you know you, you create energy, you take your power back. So yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm driving it again. Okay. Perhaps it's because it's like it's it's deeper because you're you've been lifted higher from the base. Ah. Uh, maybe. So anyway, <laughs> that was one angle, mm. and then the other angle was also you'd be sharing too, right? And it's mm. not necessarily that it's it's a, it's a purely educational podcast no. where you're going. This is what I'm going through. And no. this is how I get through it. And this is what I recommend for you. It's kind of like God, it, no. it's inherent. It's implicit mm. in that. You sharing your experience implicitly uh, provides uh, potentially advice, uh, tools, possibly yeah. uh, just a perspective, mm-hmm. a, a, diff- a different way, a way of thinking. Perhaps yeah. the way of thinking itself, how you unpack yourself in your mm-hmm. situation, that how you do that also could be the thing that you provide, yeah. and all of that's kind of potentially wrapped up in perhaps what the whole point of something like that would be. Mm. That would sort of be your service initially that you could provide. So, it will lift you from that. You'd, you'd have a deeper perception of yourself potentially as a result of it 
but you'd also have the purpose of it too in mm. actually providing something for somebody else. Yeah. So you'd potentially be hit from those two angles and that could simply by sitting down and talking for 20 minutes and then posting it, you know, it could be it could be a good boost for you. Yeah, it could. I, I remember when I first experienced depression, um, the one of the first thoughts or one of the first things I said to myself was, this is just such an interesting experience. This is amazing what the body is capable of. And I was already observing at that point, which was really weird. And I remember just sitting there just observing and being fascinated by how the body can just bring itself, like, I don't know, just take it, take itself down and then you know, boost itself up just in different ways and the way we think, the things that we focus on, the things that we, you know, all, all of that. I just remember like, that's one of the most significant things I remember from when I first experienced it. I go, what a fascinating experience this is. Do you know like, how your body responds to your mental yeah. state? Yeah. Well, I was just like when I was in it, and I actually don't think it was when I was first in it, I think I was in it, and it got to a point where I just started to be really fascinated. I'm like, this amazing because I, I couldn't feel anything because when you're, you're depressed, you kind of go numb mm. in, a, in a sense. And I was like, wow, I can't feel anything. Isn't that amazing what the body can do? And then from there, like things just kind of started to shift and I started to become more fascinated and, and, and curious about it rather than allowing it to kind of control me. And that was something out of, out of my control. I don't know how that happened. It just kind of happened. And it's not something that everyone's going to experience, but it is something that like if you do kind of hit, get into that that point of and anything, it could be any situation, it could be a joyful situation, just being like it, just appreciating how powerful the body is when you're experiencing just something or having a thought and the way it responds and reacts. Like the other day I was like, a thought came into my mind. I didn't, I didn't even bring it in. It just kind of came in and all of a sudden my body was reacting. I was like getting anxious before mm. the thought came in and I'm like, how did you know to do that? Like that's just, that's just amazing. And, and I mean another classic example of that, it would be, you know, if you're for, – for me, I've had it so many goddamn times where I'll, I'll be playing a conversation in my head that yeah. I might have, be having with someone that I know and it's an adversarial conversation, but yeah. it's all happening in my head, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what you know? What are we talking about? What am I saying to them? What yeah. are they saying back to me? Like, what's yeah. my response going to be? Yeah. And this is all a mental process. It's all happening in yeah. my mind, right? But then my and body's picking getting- up. I'm getting, I'm getting pumped up. My heart rate's rising. Yeah. My blood pressure's probably rising. My temperature's yeah. rising as I'm getting more and more like emotional yeah. about this simple thought process. And it's like I'm thinking something. I'm having an emotional response to it. My body is responding to the heightened emotion, yeah. and it's it's all happening from a mental process. Just and- a thought. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's sort of linked as well to perhaps uh, what I was saying just before about you uh, exploring yourself, getting curious mm. uh, about your own situation and reflecting and, and deepening your awareness of mm. yourself in that moment, yeah. providing you with that sort of bit of a lift is it, I, I feel as though it's when you get curious about something, you kind of create a separation between you and it yeah. so that you can observe it. And that's how you can, that's, that, that's what curiosity that's what, that's does, what right? Yeah. Is that you go, oh, I'm curious about this mm-hmm. pencil here. Now I've just sort of actually noticed the pencil. I've brought it into my awareness and now I can see it is separate from me. Mm-hmm. And now I can actually observe it from numerous different angles and turn it around and go, ah, oh, cool. I understand the dimensions of it and I can see it. And, and you know been, how to use it. Yeah, lit upon by the light of my awareness type thing. And it's the same sort of thing when you, when you, explore yourself a little bit you kind of create that separation when you get curious about the the sensation and the bodily reaction or response mm. to depression 
you kind of create you create a separation between your awareness and that state and then you can observe it more and then the, when you when you can actually observe it and reflect upon it then you can actually see it from more angles than yeah. or you can actually see it from an angle as opposed yeah. to embodying it and not seeing seeing it at all well that's right. i feel like that's the that's probably one of the key things to try to to sitting down there and actually reflecting and thinking is creating the separation between you and your current state so that you can observe what may or may not be influencing you mm-hmm. at any given time. And then when you shed light upon that by becoming aware of it, then you can actually do something about it yeah, and then can, start to change yeah. your state. You're open to do, doing something about it. You're like, oh, actually, I, probably, I could do this. Yeah. And you start opening yourself up. Well, that it was the catalyst. That curiosity was the catalyst to me getting out of depression and recognizing it. It's like, I'm not getting out of it completely, but moving through it and actually being like, okay, so what's, what's going on here? Yeah. And then that's when the self-work happened. Why? What could possibly be happening right now? Why would I be feeling this? Why would I have – I was on such a high in Iceland watching the Northern Lights and, you know, living my dream and, you know, I was overseas and I was doing me and all of a sudden it snapped and now I'm at the bottom feeling like I have not – like there's nothing left. And it, it even just that fascination of just going, wow, like, what is that? But you're open to to seeing them. Like, okay, well now I can actually do something about it. All right. Well, what are what are some things that people do? Okay, we have motivation. You always hear the motivational speaking and uh, motivational videos on YouTube. And I just stri- started. I was just like, I'm just gonna listen to it. I just started running. Just started moving my body. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But it just it does open you up to action because before that I was laying in bed like a hermit, and I was angry and I was pissed and I was then nothing. And I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't even tell anyone I was home. I was like, yeah, I was invisible because I was still in that. And then I started getting curious because I sat there and I was like, wow, this is actually really amazing. Isn't it fascinating? And then all of a sudden I started moving out of it just to that. Just not, and that was an observation. You don't have to do anything. You just have to kind of just see it through your mind's eye a different, little bit differently. And then – yeah, all of those ideas kind of come through and all the things that you could do right now actually start to seep in and you start to see it and it's it gets easy. You're like, oh, okay, and then you become stronger and all of a sudden you got your power back or you're, you're kind of be like, oh, well, I have to actually do it. I, I get to do it. Well, no one else is going to lift me up out of bed. I mean, they can, but I, I could fall on the floor if I want, if they, you know, if they lift, like they drop me. I don't, I'm not going to, I have to stand on my own two feet. So that's generally what you have to do in order to kind of get out of depression. No one can get you out of it. You know, the pills are only for, for, work for so long. You're gonna come. You're either gonna come off them or you're gonna live on them forever. You essentially, you're, you're still taking them. That's your decision. That's your action that you're taking. I didn't want to. I could not. I couldn't. I'm like, this is just too much to think about. Like, I can't remember taking the pills. Like, I just. It was just annoying. Just this annoying habit that I had to take my um, antidepressants. Like, no, I don't want it anymore. I just stopped because I felt like I was being more in control. And I'm like, but this surely there's something else I can do. And then, then something else came. And then something else came. And then something else came. And then yeah, I hit again. I made mistakes. And that's the whole point. I'm supposed to make mistakes. And, you know, that all, like, and I now know that because of the whole journey yeah. I've been on and learning all the way up to human design, far out. There's just so much. There's so many things that we can do for ourselves, but not everything works for everyone. Yeah. It didn't all work for me. I feel as though the 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 self-development and the curiosity mm. that sparks that self-development, it probably all boils down to kind of two two main questions. It's like what's happening right now? Mm. what's happening with me right now and why 
Yeah, why? And it's like those are probably the two questions, like what's happening and why. And, and that's let... that's the that's the fun that's the core of the self development stuff, right? Yeah. And it's it's when you start to ask those questions, and that opens up that curiosity thing, and you create that separation. And that's what's happening. Yeah, it could be in your external environment, mm-hmm. your internal environment, mm-hmm. obviously. But it's those two things, right? Mm-hmm. That's it encompasses the whole lot. What's happening consciously, unconsciously? Yep. What am I being influenced There's by? So many layers. And uh, yeah, what, what's my current experience and sentiment towards you know the world around me and towards myself, and why? Mm. And and I guess those are the, yeah those are the two sort of foundational questions uh, that I feel as though once you that then becomes lifelong process and a constant process of checking in and going what's happening and why what's happening mm. and why. Yeah. And the other thing I, I feel as though too, just listening to how you talk about especially with the pills and moving through those, you know, the the depression into a a place, obviously they're kind of opposite of it being more like empowerment. Mm. Uh, And that's something that you really, you know, you you bang on with that, with the empowerment stuff. And I agree. I completely agree. Being, feeling empowered in yourself, Mm. feeling powerful, feeling like you can, you can change your state. You can overcome yourself. You can take charge and create the reality that you want for yourself, right? That's a, that's relying a state on of someone else or something else. Well, that's that's sort of it, right? You're reducing your dependency on mm. things. And I think it's as you sort of become more independent, that's when you sort of become more powerful in yourself too. And it's not saying that you become a hermit or you isolate yourself from everybody. No. It means that you're not relying for your own well-being on something outside of yourself. Yeah. And I guess it's like when you are able to accrue more tools or more uh, – uh, you know more knowledge to yourself about how to analyze your your own situation and your place within it and what's creating it and all those sorts of things then you're i feel like you're you're more empowered you're better able to actually take charge of your own reality yeah you know so it's it's you're becoming more independent as an individual that's sort of going you know having an experience yeah yeah so that's just sort of what i was what i was kind of picking up on from what you were saying just then it's that that reducing your dependencies completely and uh, well, how else are you empowered being empowered is taking the reins back like yeah. you you're in charge nothing outside of you is in charge if you want the water you're going to pick up the water. if you want the pill you're going to pick up the pill it still comes from you but whether or not you believe that you can do it or not that's the bigger question whether you can or I always believe that we can overcome. I don't know why. I remember being so, I don't know how young I was, but I always believed that we could overcome anything. It's just something that's been, I don't know, it's, it's part of me. I've always known that. I've always known that we can heal anything, anything. So I always knew that I could get through it. I just, you know, it's just in the moment it's always a bit different. But I, there's that part of you that knows, that spark that knows that you can and that can. And then I have over and over again. I've gotten through it over and over again. And it does get easy. It's different. Like this one's different. I'm pregnant and I haven't been pregnant before and I haven't had these kind of res- this response before. I haven't had this experience before. But I can recognize what depression anxiety is and I am like, okay, we'll have to match up now this new experience with something else with the outside of what my like yeah matching it all up and asking those same questions and i ask i'm getting curious about it from the first time yeah and then the second time and the third time and the fourth well time. it's you, the questions are always relevant right because you're always having an experience you you're always to. going through something yeah. not every situation is going to be different right life is ever changing mm. if you if you you know embrace 
the the flow of life, mm-hmm. right? It, you're constantly brought with new situations and new experiences. So the questions are always those questions are always going to yield different responses, mm-hmm. and it's going to continue to deepen your experience and your awareness. And also, just quickly, I because I am pregnant and I have a doula and a um, and there's a midwife available for me. I did like think about actually asking them what can I take what can I do what can I do like uh, like asking for help isn't obviously a bad thing but I also was like am I relying on them to tell me how to get through this yes I need help and I asked I said what could I do in order to balance my hormones more she goes go out into the sun great I did that uh take magnesium yep great I'm already doing that that's great. Okay, so I'm already doing those things, or I'm or I'm happy to do those things, and it's wh- whether or not you're whether or not I'm coming at it from an empowered or disempowered place. Well, yeah, and that's that dependency thing, right? Because there's yeah. a difference between asking a genuine, asking a powerful question, and being relying and 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 relying yeah. on an answer Just you're going to get. For, yeah. If you're if you know why you're asking a question, if you know what you need, as in like I I don't know the answer to this question, so yeah. I'm going to go and ask this ask person someone. because I know they're going to have something yeah. for me. That's a, and that's something I, I I have to break out of that habit to yeah. myself, right? This is in a complete, in completely different areas of my life, right? Yeah. It's I might have a, a question relating to how to price my work, sure. right? But I need to know why it is that I'll need to ask a question. Am I asking a person this? Uh, am I asking someone how to how what their advice is? for pricing because I want them to tell me. Mm. In that case, I'm not coming from an empowered position. I'm coming from a disempowered position asking, basically relying on them to give me my answer. Yes. Or am I asking them the question because they have experience in the field and they might have Genuine. they might have knowledge that I might not be aware of that they can part they can have tips to give me mm. for food for thought for what to consider when pricing myself. So it's like then then it comes back on me and go I'm still pricing my work but I'm just asking for a more perhaps rounded uh, awareness yeah. of what goes into pricing that I might that I might currently have. Yeah. They might say you it's it's not something that I can tell you yada yada. But it's it's like why am I asking the question That's and right. why am I asking exactly. you the question too? Yeah. Uh, just so. what I wanted to mention because this came into my mind just before when you were saying about everyone can heal. Yeah. Uh, I, I I believe that too, mm-hmm. but I don't necessary that everyone can heal is not necessarily a physical thing in my mind in my mind right so you might be terminally ill for instance right Mm -hmm. and it it might you you know you might not be able to physically heal from it it might yeah it might Mm -hmm. be the end of you essentially you know down the track but i guess the healing in that sense might not be a physical thing but it might be a mental thing or a spiritual thing how it's you know what has this what is this moment giving to you what is what is happening and why and then how, okay, if this is happening, I come to terms, I accept that this is happening yeah. and, uh, you know, how can this be changed in my mind mm-hmm. into something that's perhaps not necessarily beneficial but ha- it deepens my experience here mm-hmm. living as a human being on this earth. And something that comes to mind for me as, as a kind of pop culture reference um, to back this up is in Star Wars with... <laughs> So, right. I did not think that that would. No, no. Slime. That's why this literally Darth Vader's head popped into my mind when you were talking <laughs> about it. Because I'm like, I, I don't want it to sort of be misconstrued to be like, everyone can heal. Well, what about, you know, no, 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 this I, person who's got cancer I have something or something? On this, and, but keep going. Uh, you know, yada, yada. Well, 
so Darth Vader, you know, Darth Sidious, the at the scene at the end of Return of the Jedi, when like Darth Sidious is just like lightning bolting. So spoiler alert: the shit out of <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now or whatever, um, is lightning bolting the shit out of Luke, and then he's like praying or like calling to Darth Vader to like do something about it. Yeah, and then exactly. in that moment, Vader, you can see how torn he is between like his 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 uh, his master and his son. Yeah, and it's like what's the you know that's that moral you know, uh, 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 you know, conundrum that he was sort of experiencing in that moment. Anyway, he, he chose Luke and he, you know, threw the Emperor down the shaft and he copped all the electric, electrical yeah. uh, energy at Friday circuits and everything and he was, like, cooked. So he was fucked essentially because mm-hmm. he, you know, lived on a respirator. He needed all that to stay alive. I'm just going through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then in that sort of moment then him and Luke have a moment and they, you know, Luke sort of drags him, tries to drag him onto the ship so they can flee the Death Star together. But it was, like, too late for Vader and he's like, leave me, but, like, let drop me, but let me look on you with my own eyes type yeah. thing. And so his death was inevitable at that point. But Luke's like, no, I don't want to leave you. I, I want to save you. Yeah. And then he's like, you already have. Oh. And it's like how, how yes, he physically yeah. he was he was doomed. But yeah. he healed in that moment yeah. in a completely different way by mm-hmm. that decision that he made when he yeah. was faced in the, with that situation. He viewed it from a different perspective. He had a change of heart. Yeah. And that kind of healed him in that moment. And I guess that's to me it. that's sort of a, just a pop culture reference to what we're sort of talking about. Yeah. No, I... When I when I said like when I said I believe like that's me personally not everyone can because for reasons but I do appreciate the different levels of healing that you can yes you might have you might not have a leg you know and it's like well you, the legs aren't going to grow back you know you can't heal the leg though you know it's it's more it is it's deeper because this work I don't, I don't know what this life is and what it's for. But growth is a huge part of it and to understand ourselves and overcome ourselves. And, yeah, that healing comes also if you want it. That's the empowered or the disempowered. I believe people can heal, whether it be on their deathbed or when they first experience something. And I do I do appreciate the, um, that you can heal spiritually that moment. That's a good example. Because it is, it's it's a good example because it's like the, the healing isn't just a physical thing. It can be like you can be so okay with the situation or the circumstance you're in and still live. I I know I I know a couple of people. Uh, one of them passed. She just was like, it's okay. I'm still living. I'm still you know even though all this stuff's happening like physically to me, I'm still here and I'm. She's working hard and working hard and it's you know they keep going they keep going but it's. It is. It works on such different levels. Healing is, it's magic. It it works. It doesn't always. You can't always see it. You can't always see the healing. You, you. I mean, physically, you can see it in someone's change of heart. You can see it in someone's emotional shift. You can see it in someone's mental shift and all the words they speak and that kind of thing. And it is supposed. It, all of those moments are inspiring, and it should inspire each of us to just want more to overcome ourselves just a little bit more just to be better a little bit better or a little bit more of our, more of ourselves to 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 heal I guess mm. yeah like yeah. I haven't had any physical illnesses you know god forbid um I haven't really had a lot of you know I don't go to the doctors a lot I haven't I'm not always being sent to the hospital I don't have issues anywhere I probably because I have this innate uh know that 
um, innate knowing that I can heal. So when physical things do come up, I heal them very quickly because I'm made that way. I think also though, you don't know. There's times that you, there's, you don't know whether this particular physical Ill- illness or ailment is the result of a negative spiritual environment yeah, or negative emotional. internal environment, negative yeah, you know, sure. perspective on something, That's right? Because right. we, know, we know also when we don't really want to do something and over time we, we continue to do what we don't want to do, we get run down. Mm. And when we don't sort of take time to recharge and look after ourselves yeah. and, and kind of balance, balance that, then, yeah, we get run down, we get a bit of a cold, a bit of a cough, uh, you know, sniffles and stuff. And most of the time when that happens, I know for me, it's like I know why I've got this cold right now. I know I'm getting these yeah. headaches right now. It's it's not because I'm I'm sick as such. Mm. It's because I'm worn out Yeah. Uh, because of what I've been doing. I've been pushing myself yeah. and this has sort of happened. And then you make – you sort of address those and very quickly it goes away. Mm. You know, you, you, you strive for that balance and, you know, you make some corrections. And, mm. yeah, absolutely, within, within a day or two it's kind of gone, right? Yeah. You can get on top of it as soon as you start noticing it. Yeah. And it's also like that is a mindset thing. But then also, right, like so, so that being the case, yeah, I do believe that a much of our physical ailments are a result – of some kind of internal, uh, you know, perspective state, um, emotional state, spiritual state. And so if you look to resolve those kind of uh, non-physical dysfunctions, then I, I believe that that will create uh, some kind of healing physically. Mm. But then there's also times you don't, you just don't know when maybe this is something, an experience that you're just supposed to have. You just have to have yeah. it. You're going to go through something mm. difficult and hard physically that isn't necessarily tied to a spiritual dysfunction. Yeah. It's like you need to have this experience so that you can have a deeper spiritual experience. Yeah. And so it's not exactly it's not about you needing to spiritually heal, it's about you needing to spiritually grow. Mm. And so and you never know, you know, when you're going through something whether or not, you know, whether it's one or the other, right? Yeah. And so you have your time to reflect and that's when I think you you go back to those questions, you go what's happening right now and why? Yeah. And, you know, that's where you, I guess you sort of start to get your answers and you go, oh, I, I sort of feel like I'm, I'm okay spiritually and I, I actually feel good about myself and I feel I understand this situation on a deeper level mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm going to continue. I'm going to grow from it. I'm going to push through it. I'm not going to let it you yeah. know, get me. And in the end, it might get you, but it, it's sort of how do you, how, how are you? How are you in yourself, I guess, through that time, mm-hmm. you know? And I guess it's probably easy for us to sit here and have this conversation to talk about it when neither of us are actually in a position like that where there is something There's terminal chronic, that one yeah. of us might be going through. Mm-hmm. You know, it might we might be singing a very different tune, you know, should that ever happen in the future, you know, touch wood, God forbid that happens, right? Yeah. It's not, not trying to put that out there, but it's just no. obviously we're just kind of sharing a general sort of perspective on it's like the what we've read, what we've come across, yeah. people that we've listened to as well that yeah. have gone through these experiences and have talked yeah, in this sort of more spiritual way. Yeah. You know, I just I don't believe that we're simply just the the just the result. Just we didn't just come into existence by chance. I just don't believe that, and we didn't come into existence by chance. And you know, we're not just the the product of a bunch of chemical processes that are happening, and we're just influenced by things, and we're just bouncing off things that are hitting us externally, and we have no free will or anything like that. I just think we have such a rich subjective uh, universe you know, each and every one of us that is so incredibly powerful. And when we each start tapping into that in our own way and really kind of coming alive in ourselves within it, then I, I feel like it just it completely changes the trajectory of our lives. Mm. You know, if you don't believe in any kind of, to me, uh, or free will for starters, 
But if you don't believe that you have the ability to control your outcomes or control your sort of life as you move through it, then it, it, that would be incredibly, I can't imagine how hollow that would be or how difficult it would be to actually maintain any kind of enthusiasm or vigor yeah. for life, right? And you mean, so, it just kind of says, oh, it's out of our hands. It's out of my hands. It just is what well, it is. Pretty much. It's like, like I'm just, you know, no matter what I do, it's just, you know, like it doesn't matter anyway kind of thing. Really kind of takes out the – takes away your power. Well, it does. But absolutely it does. takes away your power. Yeah, and yeah, it just takes sure. away your responsibility. It makes you lazy. It makes you not care and it makes you apathetic. It makes it, And then it gets, you, makes you a really grumpy old person. Eventually, or a grumpy person, it just—it's it just keeps going. It, it feeds itself. Like, there, like nothing can last. That it can get either worse or better, and that is up to you. It is up to us. You know, when you have a moment of joy, you're like we never go. Oh my gosh, why? Why is it, like this joy so? You know, we don't never bask in the joy. We always like oh, it was like pretty much complaining more, or like we're sitting in the sitting in the shit. I feel like we prefer to sit in the shit than we do in the joy. It depends on it depends on your perspective, right? And on your mindset. Sometimes, you know, if you if you have the healthier mindset, you're like, I don't want to sit in the shit, but I want to use the shit to kind to of motivate in, me to, to get, get out to of the, it, right? To get to the joy. To you know, the I'm aiming for joy. I'm not aiming for the shit. So I hate sitting in shit. Not I hate sitting in shit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like sitting in there, you know, in my own, you know, shit, <laughs> <laughs> and and going, ah, oh, look at me, I'm mm-hmm. in my own shit. It's like, no, how the fuck do I get out of it? With you know, as little people being dragged into my shit as possible. Yeah. I need to get myself out of this. Yeah. But you also were, you had you you chose as well to you know at a certain point in time when you were pushed pushed out and that, that pushed out of the nest and you needed to kind of take responsibility. You took that on yourself yeah. and became empowered. You're like now I need to take responsibility. What am I going to do about this? How am I going to get through this? Well, that's because and that again, builds it's... that strength in order to be like, yeah, I don't want to sit in my shit anymore. Well, that's that dependency thing, right? If I'm yeah. going, oh fuck that, you know, I was really hard done by. That's so bullshit. Like, you know, fuck this person or fuck that that person for you know doing that to me. Yeah, you're actually to me that's you're you're dependent on that person for that story mm. and you're dependent on that story to justify the position that you're in, you're in yeah. and you're so dependent on that justification so that you don't have to acknowledge the role you played in creating and you don't have it to do anything about and so it. when you start to break that cha- those chains of dependency you start to take your power back from it mm. all and that's when you get to go no I, I created this situation what what's what situation am i in right now and why yeah and that's 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 questions for you that, that's for you right and yeah. if you don't Start to answer that question by saying you or them or they, mm-hmm. it's me, I. That's mm-hmm. when you, you answer those questions with me and I because it's not as soon as you start to, as soon as you say, why am I in this situation? That person, mm-hmm. you, you've given that person now, you, you have literally pronounced them to your be the, the, the power over you to change your situation. Mm. Mm. Instead of going, I'm in this situation because I did this or I didn't do this. Yeah. Or I should have done this, but I didn't. Taking and that's when, when you start to do that, you can see, all right, okay, even, okay, you know, let's say even the last couple of years, like politically, right, where there's, where, when there's mandates or there's a top-down approach to the way you can literally move around, right, yeah. you know, you can very easily say, well, you know, I, I'm in this situation, I'm struggling because they won't let me move. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, well, fair enough. Maybe in a literal sense you are, but, you know, you know, is there a way you can change that perspective and go, I'm in this situation uh, because I need to learn this. Yeah. I need to do, you know, develop in this way. Mm-hmm. I need to reach out. I need to have this time to myself. I need to have this time in this space 
to actually observe, look around and maybe there's opportunities or, you know, that's when you perhaps in those types of situations, the eye is perhaps less maybe a literal thing about, you know, being a literal chain of cause and effect that I was a part of that led me to this moment. Maybe it's more of an abstract thing where it's like I need to uh, observe more in my environment. I need to be more of a recluse. I need to become more of a hermit mm. so that I can, you know, yada, yada. That's how you can sort of reclaim your power in that sense too. Yeah. And that's why for me, a lot of the time, if you remain intact spiritually, it doesn't matter what happens externally. It doesn't matter what's placed upon you. If you can, re- you know, retain that power in yourself, even if you have to go to that abstract spiritual realm in order to maintain that power, well, then nothing can touch you. And that doesn't mean to live in this abstract spiritual realm like you were doing because we know that doesn't work. No. But there's, there is times where you are forced into it because you can't do anything externally. And so the only place that you can remain powerful is internally in a place where no physical thing can touch. Yeah. And if that is broken, then you're broken. But if that is not broken, then you remain powerful no matter what you can or can't do externally. But that's obviously getting into, you know, specifics. Mm. But yeah, that's that for me was was when I was in that sort of shit. It's like, how do I break that chain of dependency and take my power back? I could blame my family. I could blame those involved. I could absolutely, it'd be very easy to. Yeah. But then if I did that, I'd also give them all the power in the situation. Yeah. And if I want to go, no, I want to I I have power. I want to feel powerful in myself. Well, then that means I also have to take responsibility then by doing that. I have mm-hmm. to I have to retro retroactively apply my power to the past that I was involved in and then go, I created this when I did that in the past. Mm-hmm. And then when I did that, this happened. And then that caused this to happen. And then all the way, you know, up to right now, me being in this position. Mm-hmm. And so that's it's an incredibly excruciating, painful, humbling experience because, mm-hmm. you know, and as you'd know yourself, right? Because you've done this for you've done this with your work too. Is you have to, when you decide in that moment, no, I'm gonna take my power back, I'm gonna reclaim it. You don't just get to reclaim it from now onwards. Mm-hmm. You have to take it from now backwards as well. Backwards, yeah. And say, I, I did this in the past. I, I'm in this moment right now because of choices yourself. I made. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. You have to forgive your, you can forgive others because others were still there and they played a part in your yeah. life. You got to forgive yourself. But you've yourself also got to forgive for, yourself yeah, for, for the, mistakes. the mistakes and the role mm. you played so that yeah. you can learn from it and actually go forward more productive mm. and, and deeper individual. You explain that much better than I did, probably because I'm not so. That's okay. Um, I wanted to really quickly add because we only got ten minutes left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. Did, was there anything else you wanted to say? No, don't worry. Go. Are you sure? Talk about yours, yeah. Because I didn't want to. Go for it. I don't want to feel like I steamrolled you. No, go. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you I had a client today. Yes. Yes, it was really, really awesome, really cool experience, and a, and a great experience for me to continue refining my template as well. So, uh, did I, 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 this happened relatively spontaneously. I can't remember if I was able to share it on the last uh, episode or did. not. So, I was I was having a conversation at work the other day with a, yes, I think I did mention it. I was having a conversation with a, a guy at work the other day and just sort of just ended up sharing kind of what I'm trying to do on the side and he got really interested and yeah, I, I today uh, met him outside of work. We sat down. I just said, I don't want any payment just yet because I'm still, you know, I respect you. I work with you and I want to help you. And I also want to uh, practice. I feel like I'm also his karma for some other things. Like it's good karma for him that I feel he deserves from things he's done in the past that he yeah. was sharing with me. So I'm like, I want to give you my service for nothing because I feel like you've karmically deserve it. Mm. Anyway, 
And so I went and sat down and worked with him today and it was just a really cool experience to, to apply. It's the first person other than us that I've applied my new template structure uh, to. Did or you for. love it? Loved it. I was really happy with it. I was very, very excited about it. Well done, honey. Thanks. So that was that was quite successful, I will say. And it was it was just a good experience for me to also know what's important to talk about. And I mean, that's not something I, I don't know that now definitively, right? That comes with the experience and, and constant sort of application. The main thing that it really gave me to take away from it was with the template itself. So I can sit down and, you know, work through it and do it all the way I normally do it. And, you know, he's sort of there or whoever my client is, is there you know, being part of that process. But then afterwards, there, there is information I have to fill out after the fact that, you know, I don't need to do it with them there because it'll just be boring. They'll just be sitting there while I'm just sort of tidying a few things up. But it's like, how can I make adjustments to the template so that I can significantly reduce the amount of time I have to spend after it? Yeah. And so that's sort of what really came to me was how I can just, again, continue to refine and fine tune that. Yeah. So it was just awesome to have that experience. And I, because obviously I was doing the course, looking to create a course, and that was what actually led to me discovering this way of doing mm. the, our finances. And now I'm like, okay, I might actually put the course on the back burner until I've dealt, until I've managed to, you know, work with a good amount of people. Yeah. Because the more people I work with, the more I get to actually refine and fine tune the template into a more specific, but also more general. I know that kind of sounds contradictory. But it's it's just a, just a better better yeah. function but better functioning better operating template that I can use and it's quick. But you also done. get practice on um, how to explain it, yeah, and what you need to explain and things that you can leave out and the things that you need to actually tell them and the important points. Yeah. So and that's what you're learning. Absolutely, and for me also, it was good for me to actually realize and go okay for me what am i doing here what what actually is the work that i do because i can come in and structure it and i can give you the template and stuff but that's not actually what i'm doing that's not the point of what i'm doing what i want to do is financially empower you is give you the confidence give you the confidence with your ability to handle your finances to take charge of the number that you see in your bank account and to understand it and then to be able to make better decisions when it mm. comes to being financially right. So, my, my goal is to financially empower you. My goal isn't to give you a template so that you can have structured money. My goal is for you to take charge of your own financial situation. Mm. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money, but if I give you confidence, you'll, uh, I feel as though you'll, you'll be more inclined to make you know, those better decisions or you'll know better how to make better decisions for yourself because you'll know where the space is you know how to do it so the way the way i go about financially empowering you is with the template with this tool you know by explaining it to you and sharing you know what i've gone through in my experience but so that also came to me today through this as well is knowing what i do otherwise you know before before you know seeing the client i would have perhaps said, you know, what do I do? Well, like I sit down with you and I work through your budgeting with you and yada, yada. It's, Boring. it's like, well, technically, yes, <laughs> but bigger than that. Yeah. Because my, my, my aim here is, uh, you know, you're, you're my client. So, if you need me, I'm there, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that, you know, you only need me for a month. Yeah. Maybe two months tops mm. while you get the hang of it all. And then once you get the hang of it, 
then I want you to take it over. And you can completely butcher the template. You can completely butcher the whole way I do things. You can do it something completely different. You can highlight everything, every cell on the spreadsheet and hit delete and then start again with your own template. Mm. I don't care. I've done my job. Even if you don't even use my template, mm. my job is to financially empower you, not to simply just give you give you a template that you have to stick to. Yeah. So, yeah, that that was something that was really awesome too for me to kind of solidify my own it's mind. Like aha what it, yeah, yeah, what it is but that It's I really do. important to have that um, that statement, what what do you do? Because that's your um, your elevator pitch. Yeah. That elevator, that first, like, that first, what do you do? You go, I help empower people financially. Yeah, and, and, and how do you do that? Well, I have a budget template and I have a system yeah. that I help you implement. Yeah. And then question, yeah. the question yeah. thing. But they know exactly what it. you do from that first sentence. Yeah. That's really powerful because that like the, before you would have been floundering. Oh, yeah. well, I've got a, I made a template. I've always been doing it and it's just boring. Yeah. People just lose lose focus. I think it's because you, you also answer the what question with the how yeah. instead of the what. Like you don't actually realize, like I wouldn't have realized I didn't have a what. Yeah. I, and I wouldn't have realized that I was. I would have answered the what with the how. So it's kind of like now, I always. I always struggled with that. Yeah, I always struggled with what. But I didn't know that there was. I didn't know to distinguish. I didn't know that there was actually a distinguish. Uh, mm. uh, uh, yeah. Do you remember like every separate. time you ask me, like I, I'm like people ask me what I do. I go, I have no idea what I do. Yeah. But I do something. But yeah. I don't know what I do. Yeah. It's something with energy. I can. I, I. I have a lot of skills. I have a lot of talents that I can help you with, but I have no idea how to put that in one sentence. Did you say I, I look to empower you in you know yada yada like that kind? Of, and, and it's like I don't know. Just for me, it was a real yeah. It was an aha moment. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to go. Well, what do I do? It's I financially to come empower. Naturally. I financially not, empower you. Because I struggled because I was forcing it, I was trying to figure it out, trying to find the right words. I was using other people's words and I, and I have no idea. Then I just stopped. I was like, yeah, obviously that was not meant to be. That was meant to be for me. And I know that's all going to come back or somehow transform into something else. Yeah. And it'll all come naturally. I know that. I have trust in that. But it's going to come more organically. This has come organically to you. And this um, this moment has come organically to you. So now you know exactly what you do. And which should be easier because you can actually now – Put on your Instagram, I empower people financially mm. or whatever you want, you know, and that's it. That that's that's your statement. I don't grow. I don't grow your wealth. I'm not there no. to provide financial advice. You don't have to say any of that yeah. because you've already got it in a mm. statement, and yeah. that statement's really important because that's, yeah. that's you. I'm not. You I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money in terms of what you should spend it on, mm-hmm. where you should place. I'm not going to do any of that. Mm-hmm. It's what do you already do. What already sort of works for you, or what what's important what to you, you financially, mm-hmm. and how can we make that work? Yeah, that's essentially what it is. What's important to you financially? How can we make it work? And then how can you take the reins of, on that mm-hmm. so that you know how to make what you want work for you? Yeah. And like I said, the tool that I use for that is my financial template and my system. Mm-hmm. That's my tool. But if you, you yeah. if you stick with it, cool. If you want to make it your own thing, and you like I said, change you delete the, colors, the whole thing, you change the whole thing, you can do that. Change your colors. <laughs> That's the great thing. It's like I've still done my job because it's like if you don't end up using my template, you know. You have it, confidence in order to change the whole thing. Yeah. But, uh, but what I'm saying is that if you end up changing the whole template, then it's kind of like was the money that you spent on my service worth it? And it's like, well, it is worth it because the template wasn't what you spent the money on. Mm. It was the 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 uh, intangible confidence and the power that you gave you got from it. Mm. The confidence to go, no, now I know how I want to structure yeah. it. My, my structure might work for you. It might not. But you don't know what works for you until you start using something. Yeah. 
And then when you start using something, you get the handle, you get a handle on it. Then you go, nah, nah, this will work for me better if I did it like this. Mm. That is my job. That's my job. Yeah. Not the template. No. It's that knowing no. what works for you financially. That's yeah. what. That's what is my role. Amazing. Yeah. And so that is my sales pitch. <laughs> we finished on a good note. Yes. Yes, I think so. So yeah, it was uh, good. That was uh, a very good day. Very good day for for me anyway. I know you struggled a bit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> Did uh, this conversation help? I don't know. I don't think so. But that's okay. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry, you can uh, beat me. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going to work. I think it's time. I'm playing PlayStation at the moment. So I don't want to I don't want to bring it down. Yeah. So let's finish on the high note. Okay. Well, you just play PlayStation is the early hours of the night. Yeah, Assassin's so Creed, yeah. Yeah, because I'm going to – I've got to – I've been – I've literally been working flat out today because you know, I've got, I got two jobs now. Oh, <laughs> so I, I met up with him at 9 o'clock and then went straight from seeing him. It was just like flat with him until – just doing that until I had to go to work at twelve, mm-hmm. and then even through the breaks, the break, yep. I had to. I was doing working on it, and then after that, even after that, I had to wait for no, him to I go on break hear again. From until yeah. The day. Then I got I home, like, and then I pretty much had a shower when I got home, and I've just <laughs> been going straight, uh, straight through. Literally sat down and started recording. This is the first time, pretty much all day, I've stopped. And then after this, I'm gonna after as I'm uploading, I'm gonna go back to to uh, fine tuning the template in the you know to include what I've learned from today. brilliant, brilliant. Keep so going. It's uh, it's good. It's really exciting, and I am really excited to yeah take on take on clients. So please, please, um, I'm I am gonna charge. So it's not that's not something I'm gonna do for. I'm not gonna do everyone for free. So there is gonna be an expense, and for me actually, I was a bit uncomfortable with you know the idea of five hundred dollars for this because I'm like that's that seems like a lot. No. Having done this, I'm like, holy shit, being available all the time as well, the effort, uh, the hours, it's like a, an initial consult would be two to three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Three hours is probably pref- uh, preferable. 500 isn't enough, honey. And I, I, I might Just have to don't. very, very quickly increase my price. But at the moment, it's going to be for the premium service, it'll be 500 uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And that can be payment plan, but it'll be a, a, at least a $250 straight up deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we can do $50 a week or something or $100 for two whatever weeks, suits and whatever, whatever sort of suits. Personal but situation. I'll know your financial situation, so I'll know if you're trying to fuck me <laughs> over. <laughs> but uh, yes, no, I'm absolutely like really keen to just keep going and seeing where this goes and just, uh, you know, another guy actually while I was at work on Smoko, I'm, you know, working on his uh, the spreadsheet for, for the client I saw today, another guy was sort of looking over my shoulder a little bit, a bit curious about what was going on. I'm like, Aww. if you're interested, I'd love to, you know, I'll do it for you. And let's, uh, you know, see what sort of happens. There. Just planting a seed. Planting a seed. Look at you go, honey. Now, if you've listened to the entirety of this episode up until now and you are interested, please uh, hit me up. Please hit me up. And I'll just do the plugs right now then off the back of that. If you want to, uh, the email address is itppc at protonmail.com. That's where you can get in touch with me. Also, Instagram, you can direct message me at logan.d.gray. And then, you know, we can exchange uh, contact information and uh, have a, a, a better, more direct channel than email mm-hmm. or Instagram. So, But that's where you can reach me to start the process. Yeah, in your Instagram. So I'll shut up. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know why people would, um, contact me, but my Instagram is yuja.gray. Yes, very nice. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.